Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Every week we try to bring you topics to help you live your best life. And I'm excited about today's show because I've noticed it keeps coming up for people. And um, I think that we can really shed some light on it. So what is the topic for today? Let me tell you about it. It's about money discomfort. So um, before I introduce my guest, I just want to mention why this topic came up. And I want to also invite anyone listening to also watch us on Facebook. We are live streaming there on Straight Talk Sandra Reich. Just punch in Straight Talk Sandra Reich. And you can see me and my guests. And there's some fun moments when we stream because you get to see the commercials and some of the silliness behind the scenes. Um, So... The reason this topic came up is I was talking with the manager of my clinic and also uh, the coach of the clinic, and we got into conversations all the time about, you know, it's a business, about making money and his own his own journey with money, and we talk with clients about money, and I've noticed that people are highly uncomfortable even talking about money, much less the concept of making money, so it makes people very uncomfortable. Now, the show is called Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, and one of my beliefs is that since money can be so uncomfortable, it's so important to be straight about it and just talk straight. So I started wondering one night when I was with Robert why people are so uncomfortable even to discuss money matters, like even to discuss like payment, like Therapists, for example, are notoriously bad at this. Um, They feel guilty charging their clients money. Now, although the clients may appreciate that, that's problematic because there is actually good therapy must have an exchange. Coaching must have an exchange. And we'll talk more about that in the show. But I just want to explain to you that if you're uncomfortable with the idea that your time has a value, it's going to be really difficult to make money in life. So I'm starting to get into it a little bit. So I guess before I go any further, I'd like to introduce my guest and explain why I chose him to come on the show. So the bio is as follows, and then I'll tell you my personal feelings. Robert Wise, as many of you know who follow the show, uh, is the clinical manager of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression, my clinic. He's also a personal and professional certified coach with a background in human relations and business management. Now, Robert does specialize in executive coaching, team coaching, and helping leaders and individuals grow in their effectiveness, impact, and success. Robert has extensive experience in organizational development strategies, leadership effectiveness, and conflict management. Now, as the manager of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression, he has a strong strong background in sales and client care. So there you have it right there, uh, sales and client care. We're going to right away go into that, but welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show, Robert. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you, Sandra, very much for having me. This is my first time on the show as a coach. Oh, well, first of all, let's talk about that. So this comes to why did I decide to have you on the show for this topic? Um, so first of all, I, I find your Robert went back to school recently after working at the center. He decided he'd like to contribute to helping people, and he, so he came to me and said he wanted to become a coach. Mm-hmm. So that sounded like okay, why not? I didn't really know what that was going to lead to, and to my very pleasant surprise, he came back from his quite extensive schooling, and he started showing me his skills. And I was actually at a couple retreat. I was leading a couple retreat here in Quebec. 
And, you know, I brought Robert was teaching, comes along with me to these retreats and usually teaches yoga or helps me in some way. Mm -hmm. And we were in the hotel room and he said, I said, oh, I'm having a dilemma with something. And he said, what is it? And I told him and he said, let me practice my coaching on you. And I have to tell you, I found you were absolutely fabulous. And actually, you, you gave me two sessions and you solved two huge problems in my life. So I looked at you with different eyes from that point and we put you to work as a coach and you're doing phenomenal Thank work you. with people. So the reason I wanted you to come on is I felt that, number one, your coaching experience combined with your own discomfort about money, yeah. you know, money is something that comes up in your life. You're trying mm-hmm. to earn money. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought you'd be a really interesting perspective. And as we discussed, I thought the psychological with the coaching perspective would be interesting to play with. For sure. Yeah. So I'm going to start on the psychological and then we can try to bring in the coaching part. So even people can get an idea of what's the difference between a psychologist and a coach, because right here you're going to see it. Mm -hmm. So from a psychological point of view, um, if someone comes in and they're uncomfortable about money, I would probably be inclined to ask them, you know, what were the messages they got in childhood about money? So that's something I want to put out to listeners right now is, you know, did you learn about money growing up and what was the message? So I'm going to ask you as if you were a client for a moment, when you were growing up, what was the message about money? Actually, I'll share a little bit so you're not on the spot. You can think about it for a moment. My family, when I was growing up, would constantly say things like they're poor. And I'm an adult now and I can tell you for sure that my family was not poor. So it's interesting because it gave me an interesting perspective. The other thing that could have led to some scarcity is the other thing that happened in my family is I was encouraged to work and to be responsible. I remember at 14 saying I wanted to buy a bicycle. My parents said, if you want to buy a bicycle, go get a job. And I did. I started working at McDonald's at 14 years old. Okay. So for me, that's part of why I don't feel I'm so uncomfortable with money because I've already had to deal with it at a young age. Psychological perspective is if money is uncomfortable for people, you got to be curious about their childhood. Now, let me ask you a question, Rob. First, the question I asked you, what were the messages you got in your childhood? Well, I actually got a, a different message than you, Sandra. The message I got in my childhood was no value to money, actually. My father would just spend things without thinking why he's spending them. So the message I got is that money is easy come and easy go. Oh, so let me ask you a question. This would be a psychological question, too, is do you find, and I know the answer because I work with you every day and I see you going out and stuff. Do you find that you're a little bit like that or do you find that you're the polar opposite? No, I am a little bit like that. I, I do... I do have a little bit of a bad spending habit, if you want to say. So the psychological on that, which we can come back to later, would be to understand how those messages from your childhood are playing out and perhaps to work them a little bit. Mm -hmm. But before I do that, I'm curious, I want to bring you in on the coaching. What would be the coaching perspective on this? Yeah, great question. Um, The coaching perspective would be very different than the psychological uh, questioning. I would ask as a coach, okay, what would you like to do to start saving money? What would you like to do to meet your financial needs? So I don't look at why they don't have a good saving background or why they're not saving what they want to save or something happened in their past. I'm looking at, okay, well, where are you now and where do you want to go? I love it. So I think that where we meet in the middle, mm-hmm. because psychology is very interested in you know the past and the present, mm-hmm. and where we meet in the middle, I'm not sure, we haven't discussed this before, so let's test it out, is the concept of abundance. I have a feeling that would be relevant for your work as well as mine, which is that, do you believe that you deserve to earn money? Do you think that's relevant for coaching as well? Absolutely, because what I do look at as a coach is, well, okay, what is stopping you from saving the money or what is stopping you from setting a budget? 
And sometimes it really is because people, um, you know, they have a block. So I definitely look at what that block is in a, in a different way than a psychologist. I look at that block in a way as, okay, so this is the block. Well, how do you undo that block? Not well, what happened to cause that block. Okay. So the starting point that I want to ask you mm-hmm. is why is there such discomfort? Now, this is, I'm not asking you to coach now. I'm, I'm sure. asking your opinion. Why are people in your view, and I'll tell you mine too, mm-hmm. so uncomfortable even about the topic of money? Like, for example, if you owe someone money, people are all uncomfortable about it. And I think that money should be very clear. Even at the end of a session with a client, there's like sometimes therapists have a hard time even charging. Like they, they, they want to charge, but they feel guilt about charging. Like what is this guilt all about from a coaching perspective? Yeah, from a coaching perspective, um, I think that there, the guilt is, you know, it would be very, actually be very similar in a psychological aspect too. There's a guilt in that we were programmed that money for some reason is kind of like in a weird way, kind of dirty. Like, dirty. why are you asking me for money or helping me? So there's kind of a, this message. I, uh, I understand what you're saying is that, so you're saying that it could be like almost like a, like like if you care about being paid, you're something flawed about you. Exactly. So I think it's just a program that we have and that's, that's why people are uncomfortable with it. Uh, what do you think is the reasons people are uncomfortable with money, Sandra? You know, it's funny. I really like your point because I think that we get confused that money is like just money. Mm-hmm. So the reason I don't feel I'm very uncomfortable with it is money to me is an energy. It's one currency of life. There's many currencies. So why would I be uncomfortable with the idea that if I provide a service, I charge for it? Like it, to me, that does not feel dirty. That feels to me like um, a straightforward conversation, like much like if you would say, how are you? Fine. Thank you. And you, or like my dad told me years ago when a client refused to pay me and said, if I really cared about them, they wouldn't have charged me. My dad said, that's equivalent to walking into um, a clothing store, taking mm-hmm. a pair of stockings and saying, if you cared about me, you wouldn't charge me for this. It's ridiculous. It's just an energy. It is. And it's just a, it's just an exchange. People come in for therapy or buy services and you pay for it. Yes. There's nothing more to it. And I don't think there's, Rob, I agree with you because I don't think there should be shame in that. And I think that's where money discomfort starts. And Sandra, I learned this from you um, in terms of the guilt is that only guilty people should feel guilty. And if you're providing a service, whether it's therapy mm. or coaching, and I'm asking you for, for a financial you know, compensation, it's nothing to be guilty about. I provided you with, with a service, it's and this, an is a, this is the exchange. The same way you said brilliantly that your father told you that um, if you go to a shoe store, you pay for the shoes. So it really is like, it really is the same thing. I really, really love the way you're expressing it. And I think it's so important because I think when I tell people the story about the stockings or the shoe store, they really it hits them Mm -hmm. that in fact there is an exchange and actually in a professional situation if there's not an exchange something is wrong Mm -hmm. actually it sounds really nice i'd give you a free session but in fact it wouldn't be uh it wouldn't be good because all of a sudden our relationship would start to get out of balance because there's no exchange i'm just giving to you and you're not responding to me there's no exchange absolutely and if i could just touch on that sandra this is a really good point is that um there still needs to be that um, in, in terms of client and therapist or client and coach, there still does need to be that that professional yes. barrier there because otherwise it's like going out with a friend for a coffee and it's not the same thing. And when I'm with a client. So good, Rob. Right? So true. Do you agree, Sandra? I so agree. Um, don't go away. This conversation is just heating up. Please join us on Facebook and watch the stream. You'll hear the commercials. We'll be right back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. 
your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-504. Or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We're having a lot of fun with this show. We are streaming on Facebook. People are writing in and sending thumbs up and hearts we really appreciate that um so join our facebook straight talk sandra reach i'm here with robert wise clinical manager and professional personal and professional coach uh, on the break we actually talked about two things one we were discussing whose idea this was i actually was thanking you but you said it was my I idea i think it may have been your idea well we definitely are feeling that this is an important topic because robert on the break brought up to me um that he himself right now is having a bit of a struggle mm-hmm. because a client of his came in uh, hopefully the client's not listening, although we're not saying who it is. No. Um, we're, we're cool. But they forgot to pay the proper amount. They didn't yeah. pay the proper amount. And so Robert has to go back and tell the client that you owe X amounts of dollars. We won't get into the details. Yeah. And Robert was saying that he feels guilt. He was glad I brought up guilt. So, you know, let's talk about that. Like, are you guilty of something? 
Have you done something wrong to no, this person? No. Okay, so listeners, I, I, I urge you to consider this factor when you feel guilty. If you have done something wrong to someone, go apologize. Otherwise, lose the guilt. If a client underpaid or someone underpaid you, why would you feel guilty? So why? what's the guilt all about? I think there's a mixture. Um, I think there's a mixture between, I think many, many people could probably relate to this. There's a mixture between guilt and fear. So the guilt of having to ask them for more money, I kind of feel like, oh, I feel bad having to do that. And then there's- Okay, hold on. Why do you feel bad about asking them for more money? It's the money that they owe. Like, have you, again- You're right. You're right. Have you done something wrong? No, I haven't. So money discomfort, you'd call them up in a timid voice and you'd be like, I'm really sorry to bother you, but you will- Okay, so- Overcoming money discomfort would be calling them up and in a very, you know, still saying sorry because, you know, we always, it's a pull a test. We say, I'm sorry to bother you. I, I looked at the check and unfortunately the wrong amount was written down. Uh, would I be able to ask you to bring another check this week or can I grab a credit card from you? But even I noticed that people have a hard time even asking for a credit card. Yeah. It's like there's a shame. There's a shame. And Great word. One of the reasons I want to do the show is I don't know that people can really make money energetically and I do believe in energy energetically I don't know if you can really make money if there's something like shame attached to money what are your thoughts well, what are the coaching I, I will answer about? that and I have a question for you oh good um, my thoughts is I agree with you completely agree with you I think that um, what I like to teach my my coaching clients is to um, to, to be have a great relationship with themselves and if you have shame then you don't have the best relationship with yourself because shame is linked with feeling bad, feeling sad, feeling so upset. So I actually always encourage people to have the best relationship without shame. And I ask them, well, how would you get over your shame? So we're all about living your best life without any of these. So feelings. how would someone like you get over the shame of asking for the money? Let's let's coach you. Yeah. Um, how would you get over the shame? That's a great coaching great. question. That is a great coaching question. But what's your what's your patient answer? You know, and my patient answer really would be um, first of all, what what would cause me shame? Like, why would I be shameful yeah. about the situation? And I do see that I have absolutely nothing to be shameful for. So I would look at okay, so there's no shame in it. Then I look at the next step. Okay, so there there's no shame. They owe you this money. So what's stopping you now? Now it's the fear. What is the fear? The fear I'm going to lose the client. The fear that now I, I bother uh, the client. Oh, and I think, oh God, you're doing a really great service for people because, so the fear is the client. Now let's walk through this. So mm-hmm. let's say the client, your fear came to you, the client said, I can't believe you're calling me over $10. <laughs> I can't believe it. I, I don't want to see you again. <laughs> okay. Do you really think you had that client's? Do you believe if you wouldn't have done that, you would have kept that client? No way. That's me going into the psychology, and I don't believe for a second you would have kept that client. I feel when people break up with you over money, they were breaking up with you anyways. Mm, They're just using money to make you feel guilty, and I call that manipulation 101. That sounds like manipulation 101 right there. You're absolutely right. I find it very disturbing because it seems to me that even if I someone called me and I was aggravated that I had to come back and bring a check to them for $10 or $2 or $1.50, mm-hmm. I, yes, I would be aggravated. It's annoying. I probably would say, can I just bring it next time, which you'd say okay to, of course. Yeah. Um, but I would never think how unreasonable of that person to want to get their full payment. And if I did... Isn't there, isn't that a little strange? Like, so I guess what we have to be careful about, and Rob, you have to be careful with this and our listeners, is if you're, if you're the kind of person who would get annoyed with someone calling you and saying, you owe me a dollar fifty, you, you didn't pay me properly, then that's why you have shame about it because you're worried about the judgment. But in fact, what I'm putting out there is I don't think there should be judgment. You know, 
we charge in business, we charge things sometimes $299, $399. And the truth is that, you know, if somebody submits a bill, they submit the bill for the, like, we don't even want them to submit for $3 instead of $299. The bill is for $299.99. And you go, how does that work? But that's how it works. Mm-hmm. It works. It works. Literal, it's quite a literal business money. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. I do. So here's my question to you. You know, you were in the field a very long time. Did you ever have shame or guilt? And You know, it's funny. I, I don't think I've come with a lot of money shame because money was very open in my family. And, you know, I had an allowance. And as I said, I started working at 14. So I didn't have a lot of it. But like any new therapist, I very much went into the field to help people. So one day I was treating a gambler. And uh, I say that gambler because I think it's relevant to the story because gamblers, um, unfortunately, because of the addiction, are notorious for being liars. But I I didn't realize to that extent. And that's true of addicts in general. I mean, it's not because they want to be mean, but addiction will make you lie to get whatever you want. So he would come in and he'd pay the sessions like all the time. And then one session he showed up and he said, I forgot my wallet. And I said, "Okay, no problem. Bring it the next session and the next session came and he's like i i'm really i don't know how to say this but i forgot my wallet again it was the third session um i said and i was very timid and shameful so i said um i'm really sorry but i really need the payment for the three sessions very timidly and he felt i think energetically my my shame and he said you call yourself a person who cares about people and all I see now all you care about is the money. And I didn't know what to say and my skin was getting blotchy and I felt like a horrible person. So off he went. Uh, P.S. I never saw him again and I never got the money. And that's when I called my dad. It was a pivotal moment because I called, I was young. I called my dad and I was crying and I said, you know, maybe I am a horrible person because I was concerned about the payment and I'm supposed to be in the helping profession. And that's when my father said, Sandra, my father was a very wise man. And he said, Sandra, that's ridiculous. You're helping. It's wonderful that you're helping. Um, but you also, it's like going to a store and being angry at the store for charging yeah. for the stockings. And that was after that, I never had the shame again. And by the way, I got ripped off to learn the lesson. So I, I never have shame and I have absolutely no problem with, you know, I always pay for services when I go to services and I expect people to pay for my services. And I don't feel there's anything wrong with that. If someone wants to call in and say there's something wrong with it, I'd love to hear what it could be. I'm curious what people Me would too. think. Me too. Yeah. So that's, that's the answer to the question is, um, I wouldn't say that I come to shame that easily on money. And I think that it's helped me a lot. And I also think this is abundance. I do believe in an abundant world. How did you become so abundant? Um, it's a great question, Rob. Um, I guess basically more than anything else, I believe there's enough for everybody. Mm. And I, I really think there is like in business, even like I don't like competing with other like psychologists or therapists. I feel there's enough for everybody. So let me throw it back to you. You've just become a coach. Would you start to get stressed out if a coach to open up like an office like down the street? Would you feel like there's not going to be enough clients for you? No. Why not? No. I, I think I have the same philosophy as you is that I, I do believe that there is enough for everybody. Um, and that the clients that I get are meant to be with me and the clients that somebody else gets are meant to be with somebody else. I just have to believe that. Um, is the way things are meant to be. So I therefore. think I, and I think you're right, and I think that sometimes 
when I can fall into scarcity, and I'm, you know, I wonder what you'd say to a, a client that falls into scarcity, but sometimes, you know, somebody gets that contract or that TV show or that radio gig that you want is so badly, yeah. you know, and you feel like, oh man. So I, I loved what you just said is part of it is saying to myself that it wasn't meant to be and trusting that there will be other, yes, other options for me. And I feel like even when I get ripped, like I know you got robbed recently and we've had this conversation that sometimes when you get ripped off or robbed and you can get very victimy about yeah. that, anyone can, but to to trust that it all works out in the wash, you know, that kind of concept. What do you say to your clients about this scarcity mentality? And what do you think of scarcity? Like you see this with your clients, right? Absolutely. Um, scarcity, like it's, I mean, it's very, it's again, it's fear-based. So scarcity would be like, I lost a client. I'll never have another client again. It's the only client I thought I was going to get. So it's very, it's very uh, small thinking. So I like people to think more abundantly, bigger, so scarcity, the way to overcome scarcity is to look at things more in a bigger picture. So scarcity is looking things through a very small, narrow picture. Yes, it's true. You wanted that contract, but is that really the only contract out there? Yes, it would be great to have that contract, but does that mean you will really never get another contract? And I do challenge my clients and I say to them, no, I'm serious. Does it really mean you're never going to get another client? And there's no way they could say yes. Because they don't know. It's a wonderful coaching question, staying right in the moment and asking, could you say definitively that you'll never get a contract again? So I guess when you lose a contract or if if a client drops out or, you know, something you really wanted, I guess that's what you say to yourself is this is not my last opportunity on earth. No. And I, you know, recently, I mean, I really wanted this uh, client that I really wanted and I have to ask myself if I didn't get this client. Is that it? Is there really not going to be another client who I could get? And there's absolutely no way I could say yes definitively. So I, I like to practice what I preach. I learned that from you. You always are like, be someone of conviction, be somebody who walks the walk, talks the talk. And that's how I also want to be with my coaching clients. And I see that's how you are with your clients. Well, I think that when people go see a coach or a therapist, it's a little bit disingenuous to ask people to be abundant when you're not abundant mm-hmm. yourself. I agree. So it comes to, so we're starting to get into a little bit and we'll probably come back with this, is this concept that I like to talk about on Straight Talk, which is trusting life. Mm. That life is working with you abundantly. Life is working with you. Now, that, that does not mean that you don't have boundaries. That does not mean, oh, you don't pay me, so no problem, I trust life. Not at all. It means that, you know, I, you know, people asked me years ago, I, you know, I run a clinic here in Montreal, and there's a lot of people who come through the clinic, and it happens sometimes that you know, someone doesn't pay, and people have asked me if I, you know, get, what are they called, bill collectors? What are those people called that go get money for you? Uh, bill co- collection agencies. Collection agencies. And I shouldn't say this on the radio, because it's probably going to hurt me, but um, I don't really feel that I want to go chasing money. I, but the boundary is you can't come back to the clinic if you have an unpaid bill. Yeah. But I, I just think putting that much energy into a loss is not abundant. Does that yeah, make sense? That makes actually, that's a great, I mean, that's a great analogy. I, I actually think that when you put so much energy in what you've lost, you get more? It, yes. When you put, when you put so much energy in what is lost, you actually um, are preventing yourself from moving forward. So in a way, by not going after that client who hasn't paid, you're spending more time, more energy getting new clients to come in rather than worrying about the client that's you already lost. Fantastically said, Robert. Uh, And this is why I love your coaching so much. And that's why I never knew that coaching was 
such a talent and such a skill to keep someone in the present moment and bring them to where they need to go. Um, and we'll talk more about that when we come back. So don't go away. This is a very interesting topic. And, it, you know, all of us would like more money in the bank account. So if you would like more money in your bank account, you definitely want to learn about money discomfort. Mm-hmm. And we're going to tell you how you can even find out more when we come back. This is Straight Talk with Sandra Rich. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-504. Or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. Time flies by when it's such a meaty topic and money is a factor in all of our lives. Before we go any further, um, it's extremely important to me to mention our fabulous sponsor, uh, Spa Maneri. And I want you to be aware of the fact that Spa Maneri is, if you're in Montreal, is a spa you can't... Actually, Robert, I'm just going to jump in here because he's been there. We just did a show there, which is going to air in a few weeks. And it was like, wasn't it an unbelievable experience? Unbelievable experience. And these people... Um, really care like they truly care about you having the ultimate spa experience and they want you to be feeling amazing and fantastic after it's all done so definitely give uh, Spa Munari a 
try. You will not be disappointed. I've been there myself. Well, you know, it's funny. I'll give the phone number in case you, if you'd like to go to Spa Monary, if you mention Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, you will get 15% off of any service. You got to love that. 514-695-5040. Again, that's 514-695-5040. You must mention Straight Talk with Sandra Reich to get the offer of 15% off any other service, but I actually think I can tie this in even to money discomfort is sometimes going and taking time for yourself is another way to be abundant because I know myself, I like to work a lot and working too much is not always linked with abundancy. No, it's not. Why is that? You know, it's a good question. That's a good question. I think it's because um, we need to refill ourselves. I mean, you can't be able to give unless you fill your pocket. And I find sometimes when you're working too much, and I'm guilty of this sometimes, is you're not trusting the flow. You're not trusting the flow. So tell me, Robert, on that note, someone comes into your office and they go, listen, you know, like I work like a dog and I, you know, I have the best of intentions and I can't, every contract doesn't work and I'm not making money Mm -hmm. and I need help. What do you do as a coach with that? Like, I'm, I'm not, like I say to you, like, I, I can't keep money. I'm, I'm, I can't even come to your coaching sessions. I can't afford you. Yes, that's a good, that's a good quest, a good type of client that would come in. Um, I always look at, you know, you talk about what story you're telling yourself. People tell themselves stories. I look at, you know, you say that you can't afford this. You say that everything fails. What's working? Let's look at what working, and then what do you need to be the best you? Okay, so the client says, let, let's yes. walk it through. Nothing's working. Nothing's working. Okay, so great. Um, in coaching, I get people who are like, I don't know. I wouldn't be here if I, if I knew. So I would ask you, well, if you could imagine what it looks like if something was working, what does it look like? So they would say, well, it looks like... Contracts are coming in. Contracts are coming the in. bank account is flowing. Bank, yes, okay. yes. Bank account is flowing. Okay, that's So nice. I like to take people there. And then I'd like to look at, okay, so imagine you, you saw it. You have the bank account. You saw the, the contracts are coming in. What did you need to do to get there? And they'll say, I don't know. And I said, if you had any idea, because you saw it happen, if you had any uh, idea what you needed, and sometimes they'll say, I need to take a breath. And I go, what does that mean, I need to take a breath? Where are you taking this breath? The person who has the answers for what they need is themselves. You want to know what you need? You want to know why you're uncomfortable with money? You know yourself. Oh, I love that. So you're basically, the per- you're offering them to an imagery mm-hmm. of, of what it would look like if they had the money. Yes. And then you're asking a question like, what would have to happen for that to happen? Yes. And then I'll. And I'll, the next thing you know, they have an answer. Yes. And if they fight me, Sandra, I will say to them, but you saw it. Like I had someone tell me, I see myself with an eight pack, but I, I'll never have an eight pack. I go, okay, but you saw the eight pack. You saw yourself with what you wanted. So how could you say you can't imagine having it when you just imagined having it? What, you, did, what did they say? Like, what did they have to do to get the eight pack? They had to. <laughs> uh, to uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. We went right back to the things that they would need to do. And it was about cutting some things out in their diet. It's about being more focused on their exercise. They knew what they needed to do. What, do you, what does a coach say, though, if it's unrealistic? Like, I want to be the queen of England. There's no way I can be the queen of England because I wasn't born in England. Right. So there has to be a realism to it. Yes, there is a realism yeah. to it. So why is being the queen of England important to you? I want everybody to bow to me. I want everyone to bow to me. Why is that? And I, I know I think, but why is that important to you? What would that do? It would feed my ego. 
Why is that important? So as a coach, I want to know why being the Queen of England is important. And if you say it's just because, and it will come out probably, I just want to feel special. Well, then could you do something that makes you feel special that doesn't require you to be the Queen of England? Yeah, because I'm glad I asked you that because, you know, what if you just can't have an eight pack? And even if you imagine it, like, let's say your body just like doesn't have the genetic code for an eight pack. I guess with that client, you're saying if they do what they need to do, it may not be exact eight pack, exactly, but they'll be much more fit. Yes. I think we have to make sure we say that. That's a very good. Thank you, Sandra. That's a great (laughs) point. You can't. Because I'm not sure I could have an eight pack. Yeah, you can't imagine (laughs) I'm going to win a lottery. I'm going to get it. But what you could look look at is this feels good what could I do to be as close to that as possible so rather than say I can't get that eight pack okay but what could I do to get the best body that I can get that would make me happy so it's not about all or nothing nothing is about all or nothing I learned that from you Sandra it's not about all or nothing right Right. So that's amazing. That's the coaching perspective on that. Coaching perspective. And the psychological perspective on whether somebody, if somebody kept saying to me they weren't getting money, um, I would be likely to be very curious about the role of the victim. Mm -hmm. If you see, do you see yourself as victimized by life? Like things just don't work out for you. Because I'm a really big believer, Robert, as you know, in what's the story you tell yourself. And if you're telling yourself, Good things happen to other people. You go on Facebook every night and you know some of you, you're watching on Facebook, you know you do this. And you go on Facebook and you're like, oh my God, they have a better relationship. They're making more money. And you're constantly doing that to yourself. Then you're in the role of a victim. And I don't think victimization and abundancy go together at all. So that to me would be the psychological perspective is you need to believe that the images on Facebook are not real and that you're deserving. Because I find sometimes people talk a lot about the fear of failure, but I think it's very shocking the amount of fear of success that people have. What do you mean? They're just afraid to, they're afraid like to dream, dare to dream. So like to even imagine that this could work out for them. And sometimes I can't help but wonder, and I'll work with the clients on if you can't, like the opposite of what you're doing, but similar, is if you don't believe that you can have something, then, well, I guess it's the same as yours, is that you can't. So you've decided that there's forces that are working against you, there's perpetrators that are messing up, people are just awful, and everybody's cheap, and after all, that coach wants his extra $10, what a horrible guy he is. You're not going to be able to get ahead. You have to have a belief in life that's, that you can, like you said, have what you want or variations of it. Maybe not an APAC. Maybe I can't be a billionaire, but I can make money. So Sandra, have you ever seen a victim <laughs> who made it, who made, who made money, who did well? I've never seen a victim make money. I've seen victims undo their victimized. Great question, Robert. Um, I've seen victims undo their victimization and then make money. Mm. But that is a brilliant question. And I'm so glad you asked it so that people hear this. If you want to tell a poor me story or this is not fair, I get you because some days it feels like it's not fair to me also. So have the pity party. No problem. But if you want to stay with that story and you want to make money, no, I don't see how that could happen. And I don't, do you? No, absolutely not. No. I really don't. So we got to come back to the fact that anything is possible. Well, almost anything is possible. And why not? And money is just one currency of life. And I think when we talk about money discomfort, we got to come back to the fact that there are many currencies of life. Money is one of them. So how can we feel so guilty about that one and not the others? They're all currencies. Yeah. Time is currency, yes. too. Yes. Time is a big currency. Yeah. Some people would actually rather probably have time with a, with a friend than money. Yeah. So you're right. 
Now, what do you think of cheapness? Because I also try to advise my clients that also if you're ungenerous with people, I think that, that again, I think that energetically, um, you know, it's not a perfect science, but I think energetically, it doesn't, the flow of money, there's a lot of studies on the flow of money, doesn't really work because I think generosity begets generosity. What are your thoughts? You know what, Sandra? I think I'm going to go back to my thoughts on what makes cheap, why about cheapness is back to shame and fear. And I think that people who are cheap, they are fearful. They're fearful they won't have enough. They're fearful they'll be taken advantage of. They're fearful that they're going to be spending and someone won't be paying them back. So there's a fear and there's also a shame. Like sometimes it's uncomfortable. It seems like they're cheap, but they're also uncomfortable with, well, I don't know if I should do this. I don't know if I should ask for a separate bill. Uh, maybe that will look good, bad. I don't know. They don't know. So it's, it's really hard to say. I think that cheapness could be someone who – I think cheapness is someone who's scared. I have to tell you that I agree with you, and I, I, I wonder if you would agree with this. Don't you think shame and fear are at the root of almost every problem that shows up in your office yes, and my office? Yes. The entire clinic and, therefore, anyone who's struggling right now. So money discomfort, we're starting to dissect and get there. The money discomfort may not only be about money. It's about shame and fear. And Absolutely. I think that um, maybe that's how to get out of the money discomfort is to work on the shame or fear. What would a coach do with that? Well, I, you know what? I, I have a client. I had a client today who's very shameful, and the way we, the way we work with shame and the way we work with fear as a coach, is to ask the client, "What do you need to be comfortable with yourself, to be happy with yourself, to be the best you? What do you need?" And when you're fearful and when you're shameful, you're not the best you because you are living under a cloud. And under that cloud, you will make decisions that may come across as cheap or scared or fearful. So I always ask my clients, what would be your ideal you? It's a great question. And it's funny. Uh, we had a situation this week, which I'm not going to go into, where someone was talking to us about culture and shame. And it was interesting because great. someone yeah. brought that in some cultures, shame is more prevalent than others. And there's definitely truth to that. But it made, you know, I was talking to that person and it, it brought to my attention to remind people that shame is an emotion that all cultures avoid at all costs. Mm -hmm. um, however, because we're so uncomfortable with shame, we do really weird things. And I think the best way to uh, disarm shame is to actually put light on it, not to run away from it. Um, and not, I think that, again, discomfort is run away. And I think the way to get away from shame of any kind is bring it to light, like bring up your discomfort. Like you can even say to your client, I feel uncomfortable asking you this, but unfortunately, I got to ask you this. It's okay to feel uncomfortable in life. Yes. It is okay. Yes. Please don't go away. The conversation continues on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We will be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. 
We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. I'm loving this topic so much that, uh, Robert, I feel like we're going to do a part two of this. So please, people, let us know if this interests you, because it's nice that it interests me, but we do the shows for you guys. Um, If you feel like we just touched the surface, part two two would be cool. Just write in on Facebook or or write in to me at info at helpforanxietydepression.com. the thing is that what we hit upon an aha moment right before the commercial is that we sort of arrive. It's not really aha, but it's it's we arrived at the fact that the shame and the guilt and the fear is what makes people so uncomfortable. And it's not just money. It's we feel tremendous shame in life. Like we walk around with enormous shame, you know, that our humanity is going to embarrass us. Someone will think that we're cheap if we care about money. Um, and money is a reality in life. You got to pay your bills. You need to care about money. That's not shameful in my opinion. That's what I would tell a client. Um, but again, does shame, guilt, or fear run your life? I guess that's a very big part of money discomfort. Would you say? I completely agree. Yeah. Shame, shame guilt, what, fear. What do you like? How does you heard my viewpoint that the the way to get away from shame is to talk about the issue. So, for example, if you have shame from your childhood, something terrible happened in your childhood, the antidote to shame is not to keep the secret. I remember reading that years ago. Don't keep the secrets. And I think that that's that's that suits family of origin issues. What about if I have shame about money? What do I do then? What's your opinion on how do I overcome my shame about money, Robert? Well. You know, it's, the way to overcome any anything really is to understand it. So where is it coming from? And as a coach, I will ask, where is this shame coming from? What if you I know? said I don't know? You know, what? We, I'm just uncomfortable about money. So we would look at, I would, we would do a situation. I would say, what's a situation that makes you uncomfortable? Asking somebody for money. Asking for money. And I would ask you then, okay, what about that makes you uncomfortable? I don't want them to think I'm all about money. And then I would ask you, are, do you feel you're all about money? No. No. So why would you feel someone would think you're all about money? Because 
Uh, why would I think that? That's a good question. Um, because maybe they're judgmental. Maybe they're judgmental. Yes. So then we look at... And okay. I don't want to be reduced to a caricature of myself. I don't want to be reduced to someone asking for money. There's a lot more to me than that. It's not that I don't care about money, but there's a bigger picture here. And then this or, is... Or I would have been a dentist. You said it, Sandra. You're right. <laughs> I, yeah. I, and I, I would always like to bring awareness to people. And you, you would say, I don't want them to think I'm judgmental. And if they did think that you were judgmental, or if they thought you were cheap, or if they think this, you know, I told this to a client um, just a couple of days ago that no matter what anybody thinks of you is not necessarily a reflection of yourself, but more of a reflection of them. Well said. Well said. Okay. So it's yes. actually totally a reflection of them. Yeah. So you're kind of saying that old saying that what people think of me is none of my business. I like that. Yes. I and, wish it was mine. But and nice. I'll tell you, I'll go even one step further, you know, depending on the situation, but sometimes, or if not all the time, it says nothing about you what someone thinks and everything about the other person. And I think that, you know, the best thing that anyone can do is be true to themselves. And if you feel that you're asking this money and, and you feel like you're not doing anything wrong and you feel like this is the right thing to do, do it. Don't make decisions based on fear. I've done it personally, Sandra. You know yeah. I made fear-based decisions, yeah. Yeah. and I highly don't recommend it. Well, on Straight Talk with Sandra Reach, we definitely talk about the fact that decisions that are made out of fear are not the right decisions. No. Nope. As fear-based. So we have to try to sometimes live in the discomfort of not letting fear dictate what we do. So that's a good, good tip for people to What's think What's your about. tip? Well, I guess that's it, is that fear, don't let the fear make your decision for you. And I, I loved what you said. It really resonated with me is that if somebody would think that I'm all about money, first of all, I can't control what people think about Never. me. And second of all, um, that's unfortunate, but maybe they're all about money because that's also a bit of a projection. And, um, you know, it, it takes years to learn that, that again, manipulation is such that people will, the people who tell you you're all about money are usually people complaining about you charging the money. So Who's really so obsessed with money? So it's kind of an interesting thing. Interesting. Um, now, uh, you know, this is there's so many levels and so many things that I'm excited about that you're talking about. Now, first of all, we came up with this show idea because we, if you are in Montreal, we are going to be doing an event on this topic. Mm -hmm. So, Robert, what's the scoop? You have all the details. What's going on? Yes. So um, I'm really happy about this. Sandra, the clinical director, um, is going to be... Um, co-hosting this event with myself. Um, it's going to be on November the 16th, and it is called Money Discomfort. And um, it's going to be uh, clinical director meets coach, which is going to be exactly basically what happened today. We're going to use both of our perspectives, yep. the psychological and the coach aspects of money discomfort. Yep. And look at both ways, like origins of where it starts, where it happens, why it happened, you know, victim. victim. And then, okay, so we get it. So now what? Where yes. are we going now? I and um, I think it's going to be great. I, I love doing events with Sandra. I'm honored to be doing this event with you. Um, she's a very busy woman, so she's taking the time to do this 
clinical director meets coach. And it's going to be, I think it's going to be really helpful and life-changing for some people who really have a discomfort with money. And I think that it's important that we say, and as we do the show, I'm saying, like I'm almost having a meeting with him right now, is that we definitely want to do exercises with people because now we've discussed the theory and I think it's going to be really important and we're going to do exercises with people so that they can move out of money discomfort. So if you're interested in that event, please call us at 514-777-4530. And the person who picks up that phone is then Robert Wise. Wise. You say, hi, I heard you on Straight Talk. He'll be all excited. Um, Robert, you also today have uh, decided to offer our listeners a wonderful gift. What's going on? Yes. So um, for tuning in today, I wanted to give back to everybody who's listening. I have a top 10 list of how to empower yourself. There are ways that you could empower yourself right now, right away. I'm going to give you 10 of them. All you have to do is send me an email saying that you listen to the show and you would like the list and I will personally send you the list. My email address is r, as in Robert, w-i-s-e dot m-c-a-d at gmail.com. Send me an email asking for the list and it'll be my pleasure to send it to you. And you know what, Robert? We're going to eventually get that list up on the Straight Talk slash radio gift Great. site so that people can also join the newsletter, find out what's going on at Straight Talk. So again, your email one more time is? R-W-I-S-E dot M-C-A-D at gmail.com. Well, in terms of money discomfort, unfortunately, we're out of time. Um, Before I just start to finish off, I just really want to thank you, Robert, for coming on the show. You've brought so much to us and, you know, the coaching perspective. I never get bored by it. It's fascinating. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, Sandra. I love being on your show. And I also loved your perspective on the psychological aspects of it all. I thought it was fascinating. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you, Robert. I definitely think we're going to do a part two. Um, I also want to thank again, Spominary, who makes this show possible. Very grateful to them. 695-5040, area code 514. Just mentioned Straight Talk. You get 15% off any service they do. And I want to thank you guys on Facebook and on um, listening to Voice America for listening to Straight Talk with Santa Reach. I'd like to invite you all back to listen next week. If you're interested in our retreats, coaching with Robert or other media that was mentioned on the show or previous show, check out www.helpforanxietydepression.com and also don't forget to check out um, the website of the radio show which is www.straighttalksantareach.com and if you punch in www.straighttalksandareach.com slash radio gifts you can have access to a whole bunch of free gifts no obligation of any kind um, that can really help you to move along in your journey um, also check out our Facebook page Straight Talk Sandra Reach. feel free to leave a question for me or any of my guests and by the way always remember to like the page um, while you're there we like to hear from you and remember you can hear this show and any prior show as a podcast on my host site my website that I gave you straighttalksandareach.com or helpforanxietydepression.com or on the podcast app of your iPhone or on iTunes under Straight Talk with Sandra Reach. Don't forget to drop me a line or ask a question at info at helpforanxietydepression.com. And if you are a professional and you're looking for continuing education about anxiety, depression, or living a purposeful life or corporate work with our coach, remember, I'm your source for evidence-based practice and education on the web and sometimes in your city. So, as you know, I'm Sandra Reich, and I promise I'll help you to learn to live your best life again next Thursday, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile... 
This is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life.